Hariyo. So now we have reached the sixth chapter. This chapter is called Dhyana Yoga, chapter on meditation. Meditation is the final uh, sadhana to attain the state of enlightenment. It is the most subtle and the innermost sadhana to attain the final stage of realization. But before we can uh, embark on this path, lot of preparation is necessary. And that is mentioned in the previous chapters. We cannot reach the state of uh, meditation without going through the previous steps. So it is necessary that if we want to build a building also, the foundation has to be laid first and then slowly the various floats come up and then we have the terrace on top. Similarly, a lot of foundations have to be laid and more sadhana have to be done before we take up meditation. So let us uh, briefly go through the previous uh, chapters and then understand how to how to arrive at this stage of meditation. So the first chapter is called Arjuna Vishad Yoga, dejection of Arjuna, which is uh, he represents all of us. So that is the first step in our spiritual uh, journey when we become aware of our sorrow, when we become aware of our limitation, we become aware of our bondage. As that uh, infinite reality, we are as though confined in this little body and confined in our little world. So when we become intensely aware of this limitation, we experience what we call a spiritual uh, sorrow, pain. So that is represented by Arjuna in the first chapter and he experienced that sorrow as well as confusion, moha. So moha is the cause for this sorrow. Moha means atma moha, delusion about our own self. Who am I is not clear, therefore we experience sense of limitation and we experience sorrow. That leads to the second chapter which gives us the solution and the solution is Sankhya. Sankhya means knowledge. Knowledge about our own self. So the second chapter reveals the real identity of our own self. What is the nature of this Atma is revealed there, which is not born, which doesn't die, which is all pervading, which is the very substratum of this whole world, who is the witness of all the experiences which we have. That Atma, Jnana, is revealed in the second chapter. Apart from that, it also mentioned briefly the other sadhanas like karma yoga, bhakti and all. And it concludes with the 
a description of a enlightened person who is called sthita pradnya so becoming sthita pradnya is our goal which makes us free from all sorrow and all limitation but this state of knowledge is attained when we reach the state of samadhi or state of uh, that meditation deep meditation or turiya avastha in gita dhyana also we chant the dhyana avasthita tad gatena manasa pashyanti we attain the recognition or realization of our self in the state of meditation so though the ultimate goal was indicated in the second chapter the path towards that goal is indicated in the third fourth fifth and sixth chapter so third chapter talks about karma yoga the first step karma yoga is performing our duties as worship of ishvara what is the nature of ishvara is briefly indicated in the fourth chapter but more about ishvara is revealed in the chapters from 7 to 12th and all the nature of ishvara will be revealed so performing our action as a seva of ishvara is what we call briefly karma yoga we have to become the sevak of god and whatever we get as a result we should take it as his prasad as his gift so we have to become we have to get em- ourselves employed in the service of god as our pujya gurudev is to always uh, write whenever he is to write a letter he will conclude in the service of the lord so we have to get employment uh, in the service of bhagwan with bhagwan not with anybody else but bhagwan is ishvara is all pervading the whole world belongs to him so whatever work we are doing we should have the understanding that this i am doing for god alone so when we perform our action in this attitude of seva of ishvara seeing him in all beings and seeing him in all objects of this world that path is called path of karma yoga that is the first step depending on our nature we have to understand what is my role what are my duties and those duties have to be performed as a service of god so this will begin our journey and it will start making our mind more and more pure when the mind start becoming more and more pure our mind start experiencing great peace and great joy but the sign of purity is that we also develop jignasa a thirst for knowledge of our own self a thirst for knowing what is the essence of myself what is the essence of this world and who is god that jignasa arises in our heart so karma yoga itself leads us on the path of knowledge karma yoga itself culminates in the path of knowledge 
karma yoga becomes more modified as upasana and then it leads us on the path of knowledge sarvam karma khilam partha jnane parisamapyate in the fourth chapter bhagwan says all karmas conclude in knowledge so the fourth chapter talks about jnana karma sanyasa yoga so it talks about this karma yoga leading to knowledge and then it leading to karma sanyas karma sanyas means a stage of vairagya freedom from the sense of doership freedom from attachment to the sense of doership freedom from attachment to the results of action completely so knowledge leads to that stage of vairagya dispassion sanyas or karma sanyas arjuna had some doubt regarding this karma sanyas which was revealed or cleared in the fifth chapter so fifth chapter bhagwan talked about karma sanyas in detail that how when we come to understand who i am intellectually theoretically also we start becoming more and more free from all our attachments so that is karma sanyas in that it was said that naiva kinchit karomi ti that i am not the doer of all this action so this we understand very deeply we understand who we are but still that understanding doesn't lead to the state of enlightenment one more step is required and that is called dhyana therefore in the fifth chapter the concluding verses of fifth chapter bhagwan hinted gave some brief understanding of what is dhyana sparshan kritva bahir bahyan keeping the sense uh, stimuli outside focusing our attention on our own self is what we mean by the term dhyana so in order to explain the path in detail this uh, chapter begins chapter 6 so 6 chapter talks about meditation in detail it talks about what are the preparation required for meditation it talks about what exactly is the meaning of meditation it tells us what is the result of meditation it also tells us what are the indicators of having reached the state of meditation it also gives us what we call uh, the the uh, the what we call the vision of one who has reached the state of meditation how he looks at this world it also clears some of the doubts which arjuna got gets after listening to this chapter arjuna he gets a doubt that how can we control this mind which is so restless so bhagwan clears his doubt then again some more doubt about what if happens if we die before attaining the ultimate state of realization that doubt is also cleared and thus concludes the 6th uh, chapter so it's the most uh, fascinating and beautiful chapter because this term uh, meditation and also the process of meditation is very popular in the world people like meditation 
मेडिटेशन करवाओ डिफरेंट टर्म्स वी हैव फॉर मेडिटेशन वी थिंक समबडी हैज टू डू समथिंग टू मी टिकल मी फ्रॉम बिहाइंड मेरे को मेडिटेशन करवाओ स्वामी जी सो डिफरेंट अंडरस्टैंडिंग और मिसअंडरस्टैंडिंग्स वी हैव अबाउट मेडिटेशन इफ यू स्टडी दिस चैप्टर दिस इज अ प्रमाण ऑथॉरिटी ऑन मेडिटेशन एवरीथिंग ऑल डाउट्स रिगार्डिंग मेडिटेशन विल बिकम क्लियर नथिंग अदर देन वॉट भगवान इज सेंग इज मेडिटेशन भगवान मेक्स इट वेरी क्लियर दैट वी हैव टू मेडिटेट ऑन अवर ओन सेल्फ इन द वर्ल्ड देर आर वेरियस पॉपुलर मेडिटेशन दे आर डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ उपासना यू कैन से फोकसिंग अवर अटेंशन समवेर एल्स ओनली Sometimes one focuses attention on some sound, or some name, or some form, or some color, some light, or some chakras. Hmm. Various types of uh, meditation. The literal meaning of the word meditation means paying attention. So we can pay attention on hundred and one different things. Therefore, in the second chapter, Bhagwan says. that ordinary person pays attention on the sense pleasure dhyayato vishayans pumsah person pays attention so paying attention is called meditation i mean literal meaning of the word meditation to meditate means to pay attention but here when we talk about meditation in the spiritual context it is paying attention to our own self so without understanding and gaining the knowledge of the self this is not possible therefore bhagwan went through the various chapters explaining the initial stages and then he comes up with this meditation so let us begin this chapter it's a it's a large one and it is it explains everything so i need not go into more detailed introduction to it bhagwan himself will introduce meditation beautifully so let us chant the first verse om shri parmatmane namaha अथ षष्टोध्यागवाच अनाश्रित कर्म फल कार्य कर्म कौति ससन्यासी च योगी च निर्नचाक्रिय अनाश्रित कर्म फल कार्य कर्म कौति यसन्यासी च योगी च निर्नचाक्रिय श्री भगवान उवाच इन द प्रीवियस चैप्टर भगवान ब्रीफली हैड मेन्शन अबाउट दिस कर्म ध्यान योग नाउ ही गोज इन टू डिटेल अबाउट इट 
So the first step, Bhagavan says, is that we have to follow the path of karma yoga. Without karma yoga, we cannot move forward. It's very important. Karma yoga, if we get established properly, it will automatically take us on the higher and higher stages. It's like if we board the right train, it will take us to the our destination. Similarly, karma yoga will take us on our journey further. So therefore, Bhagavan says, here he does tuti of a karma yogi. Because people, Arjuna also, he had great fascination for sannyas. One is, when we think about spirituality, we think that we will just drop everything, become a sannyasi and sit somewhere and meditate. So, great fascination for sannyas and great fascination for uh, this meditation. We should sit near Gangaji and meditate. Because we keep hearing stories of our great Rishimunis meditating for years together. So, we also have great fascination for it. So, Bhagwan here does stuti of karma yoga. He says a real karma yogi is both sannyasi as well as a yogi also. Anashritak karma phalam karyam karma karoti yaha sa sannyasi cha yogi cha na niragnir na cha akriyaha. And who is a karma yogi? Anashritak karma phalam. One who performs his karma, karyam karma, his, his obligatory duties. Our duties or our responsibilities based on our nature. Nature of the body, nature of our mind has to be expressed. Suppressing our nature makes us more restless and makes us more, uh, what you call, uh, one cannot progress on this path. So what is required is that whatever we have brought in our mind from our past lives, because of which we have gained this body, we should be able to express it properly. Expressing what we have within in a proper way, which is beneficial not only for me, but for the world around me, is the basic uh, principle behind karma yoga. Because if that our mind is not expressed, our thoughts and desires are not expressed properly, that will keep us restless for a long time. We cannot remain quiet and remain peaceful if our desires are not expressed rightly, properly. Suppose a child is there who has got a strong desire to, uh, let us say, watch uh, some cartoon uh, show on the television and all. You cannot suppress that child. You become restless. Hmm. Similarly, we are carrying lot of stuff within us which has to be expressed in a systematic way. So that is called karma yoga. We have our rajogun, our tamogun, our sattvagun. We have various uh, desires within us. Desire for security, desire for pleasure, desire to become good. We have desire to become free. So all these desires have to be 
expressed in a most uh, proper way. And that is called karma yoga, karyam karma, anashrita karma phalam, without depending on the karma phala. The expressing our desires or expressing the thoughts of our mind, not for the sake of the results of action, but for becoming free of all these impressions, becoming free in a rightful way. See, suppose I, if I have a, uh, what you call, some uh, some scratch, or what you call, what is it called? Itch, itching. Hmm. I should not talk about itching now, because dangerous. Uh. Huh. Then, unless I, I, I scratch, I don't feel very happy. Hmm? Especially when you are meditating and all, you get a strong desire to scratch your scratch there. And if you don't do it, your attention will go only on that part. Whatever you think, Brahma or Atma or Ishvara, nobody will come in your mind except thoda sa scratch kare to And once you do it, you feel very calm, peaceful. Similarly, we are carrying these desires, we are carrying impressions from our past lives which has to be expressed. Not everything, but the main desires have to be expressed in a systematic way. Then our mind feels more relaxed, mind feels more uh, free from burden, mind feels more calm and peaceful. So, without having attachment to the results of action, results of action will come. We should plan for the result of action also. But without depending on that result, without having attachment to the results of action, when we perform our duties, such a person is called a karma yogi. And why he performs? With the attitude of seva of Ishvara. So, anashrita karma phalam, karyam karma karoti yaha. So, he who, whoever that person may be, when he follows this path of karma yoga, is very well established in this karma yoga. Bhagwan praises that person. He says, he consider him as a sannyasi and consider him as a yogi. And not one who has renounced everything. He alone need not be called a sannyasi. So, sa sannyasi cha yogi cha na niragnir na cha akriyaha. Traditionally, a sannyasi is one who renounces fire. See, when we are in the uh, grahastha ashram, we have to kindle fire and also use it for not only cooking, but also for some uh, religious uh, functions. A sannyasi is one who has renounced fire. Fire is an indication of our desire, performing action for fulfilling a particular desire. So, a sannyasi is one who renounces fire. He doesn't hold fire, means doesn't perform any uh, karma kanda or any ritual involving fire. He has renounced. In fact, in the traditional sannyas, even the last rites, are done by the sannyasi himself. So, Agni Samskar he does of his own body. 
without putting it in the agni but all the ritual is done so that that is also not left for anyone so such a, a, a wonderful our uh, tradition is there of sanyas and also a yogi a dhyana yogi a person who follows this path of meditation the main thing about such a yogi is that he tries to quieten the mind quietening the mind is the is one of the most important step of meditation hmm akriya no action no activity of the mind bhagwan says that a karma yogi has both the aspect of a sanyasi also and a yogi means a meditator also a karma yogi has renounced the attachment to the results of action that makes him a sanyasi because the aspect of renunciation is there in a karma yogi also bhagwan says that when we give up this attachment to the results of action our mind start becoming more and more calm more and more peaceful so the quietude of the mind is the sign of a yogi so karma yogi has got the lakshana the characteristics of both a sanyasi also and a yogi also therefore bhagwan says that a good san- good karma yogi he arjuna understand him to be sanyasi as well as a, a yogi yogi means a dhyana yogi so this is a praise for karma yoga but this is also to tell us that before we embark on this journey of meditation we have to get very well established in karma yoga is very important karma yoga is not doing lot of karma karma yoga is not doing a special karma karma yoga is not uh, what you call getting uh, attached to a particular uh, action karma yoga is performing our duties as a seva of god and taking whatever comes as prasad it will make our mind more and more calm more and more peaceful so this bhagwan mentions right in the beginning but how this karma yog is uh, same as sanyas and uh, dhyana yog that bhagwan explains in the next verse he says yam sanyasamite prahuhu yogam tam vidhi pandava योगी योगी हां सो गुड कर्म योगी इज बोथ सन्यासी आल्सो एंड योगी आल्सो योगी ध्यान योगी सन्यास इज मेनली अबाउट रिनंसिएशन एंड योग ध्यान योग इज मेनली अबाउट क्वाइटनिंग द माइंड बोथ द एस्पेक्ट्स वी सी इन कर्म योग हियर भगवान गिव्स अस द आइडेंटिटी ऑफ सन्यास एंड ध्यान योग 
he says what we consider as sanyas yam sanyasam ite prahuhu yogam tam vidhi pandava he pandava understand now that sanyas and dhyana yog also is same see we when we listen to bhagavad gita or to other spiritual discourses we hear about so many different paths but they are all interconnected they are all interconnected and they are also complementary one helps the other so one should not feel that oh sanyas is different karma yoga is different dhyana yoga is different though they are different also but they are connected to other paths so bhagwan first he said that karma good karma yogi is both sanyasi as well as a dhyana yogi now he says a dhyana yogi and a sanyasi they are also same what is their similarity he says in dhyana yog sanyas is required and in sanyas dhyan is required he says that without giving up sankalpa we cannot become a good dhyana yogi we cannot become a meditator without giving up sankalpa hmm. na yas sanyast sankalpah yogi bhavati kashchana and without having that uh, state of peacefulness and quietude one cannot become a good sanyasi also so they are complementary meditation complements sanyas and sanyas complements meditation so they go together the more and more i have renunciation in my life the more and more the mind will become quiet the more and more my mind becomes quiet the more and more i will be able to drop all my attachment so they are complementary therefore bhagwan here says that yam sanyasam ite prahuhu yogam tam vidhi pandava he pandava that which is called sanyas understand that as yoga also as dhyana also it is same so sanyas means renunciation and yoga means meditation is similar means complementary the more and more you renounce the more and more you get established in the state of meditation in the deep state of meditation actually we have to just keep on dropping what i am holding on to by ignorance by my attachment and as i become free of all attachment i go into the state of meditation more and more so tyage hmm na karmana na prajayadane na tyage naike amrutatvamanashu only by renouncing by giving up first we have to give up all that which we consider as my first we have to give up my and later we have to give up i the little i not the big i big i you cannot give up my 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 world huh? that is given up my body my mind my thoughts my experiences my memory my this my that all this is dropped and as you drop you go into state of meditation meditation is not some action which we have to do it is we have to drop our attachment we go into the state of meditation 
it's like a person is uh, uh, seated uh, in the boat in the river and the all water is uh, moving so the boat is also moving and that person is also moving but when he comes out of that boat and sit on the shore which is steady he also becomes steady so we are seated in our body we are seated in our mind which keeps on changing which is restless so in the state of meditation we have to drop them so meditation involves sanyas and sanyas involves quietude of the mind so they are complementary so yam sanyasam iti prahuhu yogam tam vidhi pandava nayas sanyast sankalpah yogi bhavati kashchana bhagwan is saying very clearly here that if you want to become a yogi a dhyana yogi without giving up sankalpa you cannot become sankalpa means desires sankalpa means attachment to our thoughts attachment to our uh, various concepts and ideas and ultimately the idea of uh, i the little i one has to drop it see in order to hold something we require effort right we require special effort to hold suppose i have to hold this flower i require special and it becomes quite painful also simply keep on holding and all nowadays we have to hold mobile phone all the time keep on holding so it's very painful you have to be alert when we go to sleep the first thing you get it gets dropped hmm so we are holding on to our body mind and all thinking that it is i that is my so in the state of meditation we have to just drop drop them so that is the uh, that is called sanyas so na he asanyasta sankalpa without giving up this sankalpa bhagwan says nobody can become a yogi nobody can become a meditator you cannot have attachment here and there and be a meditator meditator meditation is about detachment meditation is about becoming free of all that is is uh, is uh, binding our own self including our mobile phone please switch it off so all that is binding ourselves we should be able to drop in the deep state of meditation you drop even the sense of i it's like uh, the river becoming one with the ocean it drops its identity ganga no longer remains ganga yamuna no longer remains yamuna they leave their identity and merge with that ocean but if we have attachment to our identity we will not merge with it we will prevent ourselves from becoming one with our own higher self so that dropping renouncing giving up attachment giving up identity with all that is false is what we call sanyas tyag hmm so that is required for a good yogi tyag and this proper balance of the mind is required for sanyas so they are complementary so nayas sanyast sankalpa yogi bhavati 
kashchana. So more and more we have sannyas, the more and more we will go into a deep state of meditation. The more we go into deep state of meditation and experience the inner joy, the more we will be able to drop. See, even to drop something, we require something higher. If we hold on to something higher, it is easier to drop something lower. Like a child, I used to say that if the child is holding something, it will not leave it, but if it is shown something more attractive, it leaves this and then catches the other thing. Similarly, our mind is holding on to our body, our mind and all this attachment is there. In the deep state of meditation, as we start feeling more and more peaceful, more and more the joy, which is unconditional, which is the very expression of our own self, the more we will be able to drop. It becomes effortless. It's like a person is sleepy. It is very easy for that person to drop. Everything gets dropped. Hmm? As we become more and more sleepy, that sleep pulls us. In the beginning, in the initial stages, we have to move towards sleep. There are people who cannot sleep, uh, sleepless night they have. So we have to put forth effort to move towards sleep. But once we get a glimpse of that sleep, once you get a taste of the sleep, and wherever it can come, suddenly it might come in the pravachan also. It can come anywhere. It is like a mystery. When it will come, we don't know. So when we get that glimpse of that sleep, I tell you that time we want to just drop everything. And just, people even in the while traveling, they are holding on to the um, that rod on top in the bus or train and they sleep. Because we don't want anything then. So similarly, as we progress on uh, meditation, sannyas becomes easy. And as we do sannyas, meditation becomes easy. So sannyas and meditation, they go together. And a good karma yogi is both a sannyasi as well as a meditator. Having given the importance of karma yoga and praise karma yoga, now Bhagavan tells us in the next verse, a very important verse. He tells us what is the role of karma and then what is the role of quietitude of our mind. Arurukshur Muner Yogam Karma Karana Muchate Yoga Rudhasya Dasseva Shamakkarana Muchate Arurukshur Muner Yogam Karma Karana Muchate Yoga Rudhasya Dasseva Shamakkarana Muchate Bhagavan says, Arurukshoho Munehe Yogam. The Muni, Manana, Muni means Manana Shilvan, a reflect, a person, a seeker, a contemplative seeker. A contemplative seeker is called Muni. 
who has contemplated and understood the nature of one's own self, his own self. So such a muni who wants to, what you call, uh, go on the path of meditation, the final stage, the meditation stage. Arurukshoho muner yogam, one who wants to abide or one who wants to uh, climb as though the stage of meditation, Bhagavan says, for him the sadhana is karma. Karma karanam uchyate. You follow the path of karma. Karma means karma yoga. So one who wants to be, follow the path of meditation should prepare by following the path of karma yoga. Arurukshor muner yogam karma karanam uchyate. Karma karan means karma is the path for one who wants to meditate. To prepare hmm, oneself, one has to go through this path of karma yoga. But once we have prepared ourselves through karma yoga, then what? Yoga root, such a person who has who has reached the stage where he can follow the path of dhyana, such a person is called yoga root. Arud means one who has mounted, like we mount a horse and all, no? So, one who has mounted the horse of yoga, you can say, of dhyana yoga. So, such a person who has made himself fit through karma yoga, which karma yoga means karma yoga, which has led to jnana, knowledge, and vairagya. Such a person is called a yoga rude, and for a yoga rude, the only sadhana is shama. Shama means quietitude of the mind. Yoga rudhasya tasyeva shamakkaranam uchyate. Once we have become fit for meditation, then the only sadhana for us is to make the mind as quiet as possible. Shama means quietitude of the mind. Mind becomes quiet when it is not disturbed by desires. Desires don't disturb when we have vairagya. We have vairagya when we have understanding that Atma is the very source of all happiness and this world which we see is anatma, constantly changing and just an illusion. This knowledge we get when we study the scriptures and meditate and contemplate on it. We become fit to study the scriptures when we have jidnyasa in us, thirst for knowledge. This thirst for knowledge comes in us when we follow the path of karma yoga and, and make the mind relatively pure, free from lot of other distraction. Because a person who has got lot of desires in his or her mind is not fit for knowledge. Why? Because it's not available. See, even in pravachan and all, sometimes people get tired or distracted, go here and there, because uh, the jidnyasa is missing, not available. Mind is not interested. Mind is interested in something else, and here we are talking about atma, and mind is looking somewhere else. 
is not interested. Why? Because it it has got more attraction toward the world, more attraction to fulfill certain desires. But when a person becomes fit through karma yoga, mind becomes relatively quiet and peaceful, and the understanding of the self has also taken place. Such a person, yoga road, then the only sadhana is meditation. Hmm. Like Gautam Buddha, after after becoming free of all attachment and free from all desires and all, then he sat on that final stage. Meditation is not something you do every day. It is something which one, a state which one reaches once. So after one is ready, he was ready and he just dropped all attachment and in that state came to recognize his own self. So yoga rudhasya tasyeva shamakkarana muchyati. Tasyeva means one who, that person alone, which person? Who has followed the path of karma yoga. Not anyone else. These are very important points actually. Because not understanding this properly, we get misguided and distracted in our spiritual journey also. Lot of things are there and we get distracted. So these are very important to understand and to remember also. Now after telling this, a question comes that okay I am following the path of karma yoga very sincerely. I am also following the path of knowledge, in Shravana I am listening, I am contemplating on the scriptures, I am trying to understand what they say about the self. How do I know that now I am ready for meditation? What are the signs that yes, I am ready? Are you ready? Yeah. What are the signs that I am ready for meditation? See, it's like a, a different journey. Like a, uh, last time I think I gave example of uh, the plane taking off. That plane, the one who is driving, I don't know what it is called. Flying, huh? Flying the plane, pilot. He looks at all the, this and sees whether uh, when they, when they, uh, they run on that runway, it sees, he sees whether it has reached the desired speed. Then only automatically the plane takes off. Just little effort. The nose is put up and the plane takes off. If that desired speed is not reached, that plane will go into the, uh, into the, into the whatever, the wall. It cannot take off. People will start wondering, it was supposed to be in the sky. They will say, no, no, I am meditating. <laughs> Similarly, a person who is not ready, he will not take off. He will be just in the somewhere on the ground only, but thinking that he has taken off. There are no, no turbulence. Very nice. But he is still on the ground only. Hmm. On the ground also no turbulence. So, so how do I know what are the signs that I have 
become fit, qualified for meditation. Very important verse. Next verse gives us the sign. If we don't have this sign, we have to follow the previous step. Hmm. So let us read. Yada hinendriyarteshu Nakarmasvanushajjate Sarvasankalpasanyasi Yogarudhastadochate Yada Hinendriarteshu Nakarmasvanushajjate Sarva Sankalpa Sanyasi Such a person is called Yogarud. He has mounted the steed of meditation. He is as though sitting on the seat of meditation, ready to take off. Who? One who has developed this qualification. Of the mind. What? Yadahi na indriyartheshu na karmasu anushajyate. When he is not attached. See the qualification is detachment only. When we are not attached to what? Indriyartheshu. The object of the senses. Shabda, sparsha, rupa, rasagandha. The five objects of the senses. They are, uh, they keep on attracting us. We have great desire to see, hear, taste, touch. Hmm. So when this sense of objects no longer have any attraction for me, when I am not attracted toward the sense objects at all, na indriyarteshu anushajyate, there is no attachment to the sense object. And the karmasu anushajyate, and there is no attachment for karma, action. See, when we have desire, in order to fulfill those desires, we have to perform action. There are two things. One is about, if we want to attain something, we have to perform action. But if we want to... Uh, Attain what we already have. We have to gain knowledge. Atma is not something which we don't have and we have to perform action to attain it. It is already there. So what is required? Knowledge is required. Not action. Not going somewhere. But being where we are and recognizing who we are is required. But when we have desires... They are always regarding something which we don't have, which is about the world. And to fulfill those desires, we need action. So whenever we are attached to action, it is a sign that some desires are there. Pressing desires are there, which forces a person to act. We may give a lot of justification and rationalization for our action. And it might be there from a relative or from the worldly standpoint. 
But if a person wants to finally uh, go on the stage of meditation, should become free of all attachment to action. It is important. Because meditation is not an action. Meditation is a state of being, state of realization. It's not an action. So, when we become free of attachment to action, when a person becomes free from attachment to the objects of senses, and sarva sankalpa sanyasi, when a person is able to drop all desires from the mind, when becomes free of all, can, is able to drop all desires from the mind, including desire for moksha also is dropped. Every, all desires are dropped. No more desire. Because desire is a sign of ignorance. Desire is a sign that I want to go somewhere, reach somewhere, attain something other than the self. In order to attain the self, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to go in any other time because I am here now. I don't have to go in other time or other space or in other object. So, a total ability to drop all desires, ability to become free of all attachment to actions and freedom from all sense objects. When one has reached this stage, Bhagavan says, he has become fit for meditation. It's a big qualification. It's a big qualification. Many times we go for meditation camps and all. What are the qualifications? Now camp fee do. That is qualification. And follow all the, what you call discipline there. But here Bhagavan says, those things, you might go to the meditation camp, you might sit among other meditators. Let us say you are the only one there and surrounded by a lot of Buddhas and all. That will also not help us to attain the state of meditation. I will open my eyes and disturb them unnecessarily. Hmm. So this is a most beautiful thing. And uh, we have to work towards gaining this qualification. And as an as much as we gain this qualification, we will be able to go deeper into the state of meditation. So, na indriyartheshu, na karmasu anushadyate. One is not attached to the objects of senses. Means, if I close my eyes, the sound of the world will not attract me. The sight of this world will not attract me. The fragrance of the world or the touch of the world has got no attraction. Means my mind or my thoughts or my intellect will not forcefully go there. That is called detachment. Detachment doesn't mean I have hatred for the world. Detachment doesn't mean that I start talking against the world or something. Detachment means that I no longer, that object no longer has got that power to attract. It's like the, it's like the magnet, when I am peace is there, that uh, it gets attracted toward the magnet. The magnet has got the power to attract. 
everything seems to come there. But suppose that magnet loses its magnetism, then even if it is there, all the objects are there, even if it is kept very close, it will not touch it. It will not get attached to it. Similarly, a person who has lost his magnetism, I mean lost his magnetism is, take it properly, huh? Uh, means uh, one who has become free of the attraction for the world. Because the most attractive in this whole world is our own self. Therefore that self is called Krishna. Krishna means one who attracts everyone. But unfortunately we are not paying attention to Krishna. Our attention is somewhere else. So when a meditator is one who is not attracted by any of the sense objects at all, he might open the eyes and look, but there will not be the the energy will not flow there. Hmm. It will not be. Like little children when they go to a toy shop, every every toy as though pulls them. There is a door like uh, what you call a thread, invisible thread. Door. Some people have attraction for people, for places for objects, for things, for this, even Tirtak Kshetras and Bulawa Agya Mujhe Jana Hai Vahapar. That fellow, if you make him sit and meditate, no, Bulawa first, then meditation. So, when we are no longer attracted towards the world, when we are no longer attached to any actions, when we can drop all our desires from our mind, then understand that we have become yoga root. We have become fit, qualified for meditation. Now still not reached again. But such a person has become qualified for meditation. So only when we reach this stage, we can follow the path of meditation. But need not get disheartened. We can... Uh, what you call, just if we don't have this, we have to just follow the previous steps of gaining proper understanding, contemplation and all. Bhagavan says, don't give up hope, but you strive to reach the state of yoga rude. Get yourself qualified for meditation. Don't depend on someone else. You yourself strive to gain this state. And that is what now he says, encouraging us in the next verse, that you strive to gain the state of being a yoga rude. Uddhare datmanatmanam Natmanam avasadayet Atmaivahyatmano bandhuhu Atmaivari Puratmanaha Uddhare Datmanatmanam Natmanam Avasadayet Atmaivahyatmano Vanduhu Atmaivari Puratmanaha Bhagavan says Uddhare 
आत्मना आत्मानम यू लिफ्ट योर सेल्फ उद्धरेट मीन्स यू लिफ्ट योर सेल्फ मीन्स यू लिफ्ट योर सेल्फ ऑन दिस पाथ ऑफ स्पिरिचुअलिटी यू प्रोग्रेस ऑन दिस पाथ ऑफ स्पिरिचुअलिटी लिफ्ट योर सेल्फ फ्रॉम दिस संसार लिफ्ट योर सेल्फ फ्रॉम दिस बॉन्डेज लिफ्ट योर सेल्फ फ्रॉम दिस लो स्टेट which you have reached due to ignorance due to attachment and all lift yourself and become a yoga root uddharet atmana atmanam lift yourself by what by yourself don't take help of anybody else this is the path which we have to follow by ourselves as shankaracharya ji says in vivek chudamani when we are hungry only when i eat i will feel satiated when i am hungry and somebody else is else eat it will not help me hmm. so if i am hungry i have to eat similarly if i am bound and i feel miserable i myself have to follow this path many times people have the feeling that no no i am actually i am taking care of other things my uh, what you call my husband or my wife is following this path we are sharing our thing you cannot share you can share uh, parotha or paratha or whatever but you cannot share this hmm each one has to follow their own path uddharet atmana atmanam you lift yourself by yourself how by following the path of karma yoga and we have this one lifetime and we have uh, what you call this opportunity of course if we don't reach the goal we will be born again but we don't know when where how and whether things conducive will be here nowadays itself it is getting spoiled so don't postpone so we have to lift ourselves by ourselves urgently by following this path कर्मयोग बाकी सब चीज तो रहने वाली है ऑटोमेटिक डोंट गिव इट फर्स्ट प्रायोरिटी गिव दिस द फर्स्ट प्रायोरिटी अदर थिंग्स आर सेकेंडरी अवर प्रॉब्लम इज वी हैव अदर प्रायोरिटीज एंड दिस बिकम सेकेंडरी स्पिरिचुअलिटी सेकेंडरी ऑल्सो आई एम सेइंग इज समटाइम्स इट टर्शरी और समटाइम्स उससे भी पीछे जब कुछ नहीं होता है तो स्पिरिचुअलिटी इफ एनीथिंग एल्स कम देन दैट it is the priority even while coming to the satsang and all why didn't you come no mera wo ye ho my friend came or this thing happened that meeting was there and something else was there so bhagwan says give this priority and follow this path because it will help you in your worldly things also as you move in this journey it will take care of your worldly uh, life also but it will help you to progress on this path so karma yoga and knowledge and gain proper vairagya uddharet atmana atmanam na atmanam avasadhayet and as you progress on this path also see that you don't fall down prevent yourself from falling and constantly rise it's like climbing a mountain it is not only important that we climb steadily but it is 
important that we should make arrangements so that we don't fall down. Or even if we fall, we are protected. So those mountaineers, they have the rope tied to themselves and they keep on putting uh, that um, keel nail into the mountain and then tying it and climbing. So even if by mistake, if they fall, they are hanging there only. Then again, they can climb further. So Bhagavan says, when you follow this path of spirituality, see that you keep climbing, keep progressing. That what you were yesterday, you should become better today. What you are today, you should become better tomorrow. If you are spending this much time in towards uh, your spiritual progress today, then spend some more time. Spend some more time as you go along. If even after many years, if we remain Buddha, then we cannot become Buddha. <laughs> Though the spelling might be similar a little bit, but that won't help you. You cannot see in a typographical error. I am Buddha only. That won't help. So, we have to lift ourselves. Na atmanam avasadhayet. After reaching a particular height, don't fall back. Prevent yourself from coming down. Even if you fall, again climb up and again move forward. Sometimes some obstacles come on the path. Some speed breaker, some some fall. But again we have to get up and again move forward. As Pujya Gurudev used to say, following is not a uh, sin, but remaining there is a sin. While walking, sometimes we sleep, we fall down, but settling there permanently is a sin. You have to get up and move forward. So don't let yourself fall down. Progress. Actually, all of us, we should be able to look back maybe one year, maybe five years, maybe ten years, and should be able to see what was my state, spiritual state, not your bank balance, huh? It might have increased or decreased, whatever. But what was your spiritual state ten years ago? Compare it with what it is now. It should have grown. If it has not grown, then we have not put forth right, proper effort. Hmm. So, uddharet atmanatmanam na atmanam avasadhayet. And on this path of spirituality, it is alone to the alone, to that uh, that one supreme reality. So don't uh, depend on others. He says, Bhagavan says, Atma eva atmana banduhu. You yourself are your own friend. Your own friend. Others we can take help. But if I am not my own friend, then nobody can help. Even Bhagavan cannot help. See, we require the support of God, we require support of Guru, we require support of the world. But most important, I require my own support. If I am not interested in spiritual path, Bhagavan also cannot do anything. He also cannot do. He will also say, Babas, so I should be interested in my own spiritual progress. Then the world will help. Then God will bless me. Then everyone will bless me. So Atma Eva 
hi atmana bandhu i myself am my own friend i myself means my own inner self then also my mind my intellect is my own friend my own mind and intellect if i made friendship with them they will take me to the ultimate goal in the name of spirituality many times we 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 make enmity with our own mind and intellect that should be avoided at all cost because if my mind becomes my enemy again nobody can save me because at every level the mind helps me and finally the mind helps me by leaving me alone the last stage mind is also dropped but if mind is not my friend it will not become i will not progress at all so we should try to make friendship with our own mind so atma eva atmana bandhu my i myself am my own friend and atma eva ripuratmanah and i myself am my own enemy also if my mind if my intellect is not friendly if i have not purified them properly if i have not controlled them properly they will act as my worst enemy causing disturbance for me at every step without any rhyme and reason enemies are those who create obstacle and create sorrow and disturbance for us without any rhyme and reason just for the fun of it chalo padosi ko sata ke aayenge jodo padosi ke car ka tire puncture karenge why no just for that without any rhyme and reason mind will say meditation ha huh? let me i will give you some meditation early morning we get up for meditation mind says soja baba kya meditation soja we try to shift our attention from the world and focus on our own self mind says oh dekh bahar gulab jamun first class banaya hua hai garam garam wo thoda khali so our own mind irritates us like anything no other person is required but if mind has become my friend it will help me i will just have to tell mind okay now i want to meditate mind will help me so atma eva yatmana bandhu atmaeva ripuratmanah so lift yourself by yourself don't let yourself fall down because you yourself are your friend and you yourself are your worst enemy also more we will see in our class tomorrow
ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ